real voice, we wouldn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, we're recording for legal reasons. I have to inform you that. Yeah, so you cannot sue me. me. Which I might anyway, just for fun. Okay. <laughs> just to give my lawyer slash dog something to do. Rocky, attorney at paw. Oh my god, yeah. What would Rocky's like tacky little <laughs> lawyer jingle be? <laughs> like 1 800 bark, 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 bark. <laughs> Have you been hurt in an accident? Call 1 800 bark, bark, bark. <laughs> um, actually, that's a sensitive subject to anyone in the tri-state area well, I don't know if it's if they're beyond the tri-state area to be honest but their ads are everywhere here Salino and Barnes um, 800-888-8888 Salino died in a plane crash this week oh my god yeah wait I think it was Salino it was either I'm pretty sure it was Salino and not Barnes but it's just like you know one of those commercial jingles that everyone knows call Salino and Barnes at 800-888-8888 and he died in a plane crash okay starting this podcast off real i know that got real weird real dark but that is to us that's pop culture news (laughs) remember um for all of our phoenix homies goldberg and osborne yeah or hastings and hastings oh don't even (laughs) (laughs) That guy's still on TV. Like, recently when I was in Phoenix, he's, like, still doing the ads with his face. And he looks like a raisin. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, a lawyer in New Orleans that has, like, his, he has the same billboard everywhere. God, what's his name? And they're everywhere. Morris Bart. <laughs> Dude, if you're listening in New Orleans, shout out to Morris Bart. You know Morris exactly Bart? who I'm fucking talking about because you cannot go like a mile without saying his giant fucking billboards. They're literally everywhere and it's the same billboard everywhere. <laughs> That's so funny. That's like one of those random things that like everyone everyone knows but like no one really talks about is like your local like TV lawyer. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, like everyone knows or like I was like, call me sheltered, but I was shocked when I moved to Washington and I was listening to the radio and they had um, a commercial for the Shane Diamond Company up there. Um, I thought that was just a Phoenix thing. Excuse them? <laughs> I know. Because I think on, guys- on Scottsdale Road, one mile <laughs> south of Sunshine. <laughs> Open weekdays till eight, Saturdays and Sundays, and Sundays till five. To five or online, online at Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like I think, and I'm just talking on my ass here. I think that their like base is feet or like Arizona. Yeah. And then yeah, I I moved to Washington and they have one, but the commercial's not as long. That's why I was like, oh, this is a fucking Arizona place, and they just happen to have one in Washington. But I was shook. Wow. Let me learn something new every day. Shaneco.com. I'm on their website for the first time ever. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) 
this is a pop culture. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Oh, my God. They have locations in Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, Utah, um, Colorado. Me trying to look at this map when it doesn't list the state names on it. (laughs) (laughs) Colorado, whatever's like above Oklahoma, and then whatever's right next to that state. (laughs) Wow. Who gave them permission? Tennessee, Georgia. Is that? Uh, Illinois? Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Wait! Oh my God! Where did where did Shane Co. originate? Denver, Colorado. Fuck off! I don't think so. That's what it says online. What? Then what? My whole childhood is a lie. I know. I'm like actually really upset right now. Because I thought his entire family was in Scottsdale. Well, maybe they do. Maybe. Uh. For personal reasons, I will be ending this podcast. I don't mean this episode. (laughs) I mean this entire show. I have some reflecting to do. It's going to take me a few years. For real. Everything I've known was a lie. I, like, start working at Shane Co. and I, like, slowly boiled my way up. And then they, like, make me, like, the CEO. And I close down every location except for the ones in Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, well, what's new? What's the 411? What's the hot new goss? Don't ask me that. Because you know it's nothing. (laughs) Megan... I just want to know about your life. Oh, my God. My life is the same. Let me in. (laughs) I just work. I work. And I eat. And I sleep. And I drink. Oh, okay. Speaking of good things that I've drank this week. You're going to laugh. And you should laugh. But I tried a pumpkin margarita the other day from this am I supposed to laugh or am I supposed to vomit okay well I don't know because you know I just that's just the most like basic bitch thing ever like a pumpkin margarita but I was literally so skeptical and I had already had like four margaritas so I was like a little (laughs) drunk like a pumpkin margarita that sounds great let me try it and I asked the girl who worked there if it was good she said, she said yes. And I was like, okay, still, still sus. But I tried it, frozen, and it was so bomb. And it's not like, I mean, yeah, it's basic, but it's not like super basic bits, like pumpkin spice. It was more of just like a straight up like pumpkin flavor. It's like they just dumped some pumpkin puree in a margar in like a frozen margarita, which actually me saying that just doesn't make it sound any more appealing, but I promise it's good. So I had one on For personal Sunday. reasons, I will be ending this show. <laughs> so I had one on Sunday, and then it was so good. I, uh, my sister and I ordered multiple more for delivery last night to watch The Bachelorette with. I'm just perplexed. I have a lot of thoughts, and so here I go. Okay, Miss Batanga. Oh, my God. I have a whole thing on that, but let me get through this. Okay. 
first of all, let me just say, I really hate the term basic because I feel like it's very sexist. <laughs> me too. But, and I feel like I always need to say it to like defend myself because I don't, I don't know why, but it's like a weird, like tick, like a nervous tick that I have about basic, but I totally hear you. And I know that I just said it, but still, I agree with you. No, it's like social conditioning. And if anybody would like to read a very enlightening article about the word basic and when it applies to food, I'll let your girl and I'll happily send it. It's very eye-opening. I read it for the first time like three years ago, and I think about it all the time. Um, But that wasn't a drag on Megan because I say the same thing. I'm always like, I know it's basic. You're so right about like the social conditioning of it all. It's like, I say it because I feel like I have to. Yeah, and it's like, um, people honest. like drinks, and why does that make you basic because you're a female and blah, blah. Anyways, anywho, <laughs> um, y'all get it, or you wouldn't what? be listening to this podcast. Um, I feel like you have, I feel like you were, like, defending me. I am, girl. Drink your <laughs> pumpkin shit. Here's why I'm, like, a little perplexed. Because I expected it to kind of be like pumpkin puree. So I'm like, what's the thickness of this margarita? Well, it's like a frozen margarita. I know, but pumpkin puree, I feel like, is so thick. It is kind of like, like, it's like a dessert marg. Okay, is it like a sorbet type? (laughs) Um, Maybe like a little bit thicker than that. But then again... Yeah, I guess to your point, it is pretty thick. But then it all, obviously, it all kind of, like, melts eventually. But, yeah, I, it could have been thicker than your average <laughs> mark. Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> She's a thickums. What does it, or like, what does it taste like? Because, like, pumpkin spice lattes aren't, like, pumpkin flavored. They're literally the spices that you put into pumpkin pie. Right, so and, like, that's what, and that's what this is not. Like, you know how pumpkin can be, like, kind of savory almost? Yeah. Like, that's kind of how this was. Like, all the sweetness came from, like, like the agave. Interesting. I mean, like, I would definitely or, try it, but I would be very skeptical. But I would try. Yeah, no, I know you would try it. I know that you would like it. So, you know, <laughs> that's like the time. <laughs> Okay, be right there. Um, that's like that time I tried avocado ice cream and my life was changed, bitch. It was like the creamiest. It was like, it's creamier than pistachio ice cream. And it just tastes like ice, like vanilla ice cream. Yeah. See, that sounds weird, but I feel like I would love it because it's just good. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Well, I learned something new. Actually, let me look up a a picture and oh my god I just opened my internet and it was on Shane Co and I'm spiraling again (laughs) (laughs) pumpkin margarita oh my god I I searched pumpkin margarita and it was like pumpkin margarita chilies (laughs) (laughs) ew that means someone is like seeking out a pumpkin margarita from chilies (laughs) interesting and looking at pictures oh this one has like a little cinnamon stick in it that actually kind of sounds good even though I don't like cinnamon Okay. Okay. This isn't okay. What I was picturing in my head, this is more reassuring. Yeah. What were you picturing? Um, kind of just like someone put pumpkin puree, like like pumpkin baby food. Ew. <laughs> that's why I was like, what the hell? I mean, but then again, that's not not what it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's 
from this brand. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Gerber. <laughs> wow. Exciting. Oh, here's what I'm picturing. Let me send you a picture. Share. I'm sure everyone loves when we do this. <laughs> I know. Didn't I literally just say last week that it's my own pet peeve when uh, podcasts do this? I know. And then Josie called me out because he was like, Wow, I thought you were going to post pictures of your house because I didn't. Because I was self-conscious. Oh, yeah, you're in trouble. The way that I have my house laid out right now is literally, like, not how it's going to be. Like, I just, it's, like, temporary, like, setup. Um, I get it. You can wait until, you can wait. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, I want, I don't want to show it and be like, hey, you guys. And, like, two weeks later, I'm like, actually, everything's completely changed. I just actually, well, finish your weekend. I'm sorry. I got caught off on the basic and pumpkin and I didn't even let you finish. Oh, no, that was literally my weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> Discovering pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin shit. Did you get my picture? Did you send one? Just now? Yeah. Right, right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, no, that looks weird. It's kind of like sorbet Oh, I think I took, oh, I thought I took a picture. Oh, I did. Oh, it's a very, very bad picture, but I'll send it to you. We're being so social. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post it's this a ba- pumpkin picture on our Instagram, I swear. Okay, well, so- the picture I'm sending you is really bad. Oh, that's like, cute. Like, and it has, like, a little it. pumpkin yeah, marshmallow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. I feel better about this. Oh, I'm so glad. Because, yeah, the first picture I sent you, that's what I was thinking. And that's why I was like, I will literally vomit. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It's definitely, like, icy. Like, it's not cream. I don't know. We're, we've already talked about this for too long. And I regret bringing it up. But I just need to talk about it. No, I'm very intrigued. And maybe I'll try to seek one out this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could. Cute. Love fall shit. Yeah, well, um, tell me about your weekend. Okay, I actually kind of have had a big week since the last time we talked. Oh. And by big, I mean not at all, but kind of. So, I've made two friends. Oh. (laughs) And I, like, lived in Seattle for five years, and I, like, didn't (laughs) really have any friends. And all the friends I had made, like, moved out of state. So, like, my last three years of living there, like, I literally had no friends. And people were like, that's not true. And I'm like, no, like, literally there's no one for me to text to hang out with. So. Making friends is hard as an adult. Yeah. And especially when you live in a city that's, like, known hard to be hard for making friends. And, like, literally has a whole thing named after it, about it. Like, the Seattle phrase. Anywho, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. in therapy. Um, so, yeah, I... My house is, like, split into two, so, like, I share a porch with someone, and we moved in at the same exact time when we finally met this weekend, and she can probably hear me talking right now, so now I'm, like, very (laughs) (laughs) self-conscious. And we, I was, like, sitting, and we just, like, kept missing each other, like, when we moved in, because she, like, works super early, and, like, I work from home, so, like, I don't leave my house. Uh And so then, like, I was on my porch the other night, just, like, hanging out. And she, like, got home, and I was, like, oh, hi, blah, 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 and she was, like, blah, 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 hi, and then we ended up talking for an hour, and we, like, just, like, instantly clicked, and so. Wait, that's so fun. That's, like, sitcom shit. (laughs) I know, I know, and I met her boyfriend. He seems very nice, too, and so, yeah, I'm very excited. 
And then I was very brave and I joined like a meetup. I like, you know, this website meetup. Yeah. So like I had joined in Seattle, but like I never attended any. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I joined here and I joined this one called like NOLA on the go. And um, I just, I joined in like July, but I never had gone to any of the meetups, even though they meet like weekly, just because like something always came up or I just like wasn't in the mood or it was like too far. It was like raining, just like, you know, it was just never right timing. Mm -hmm. And then um, they had one on Monday at my favorite barbecue place. Mm -hmm. And so I went and it was just ended up just me being me and the, the main girl who like is the leader of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I guess there was like a football game. I don't know sports. And so it was just us two, but we stayed there for like two hours. And then she even like messaged me when she got home and was like, thanks for so much for coming. Like, I hope to see you at more. Like that was really fun. Oh and my so, God. Yeah. And so they're, they're having like a, they're joining forces with like another meetup group on Saturday to do like a clothing swap. Ooh. And she messaged me and she was like, I hope you can come on Saturday. Like it'll be a lot of fun. And so I'm going to go and meet more people. That sounds so fun. You're like inspiring me to do more shit like that because yeah, I mean like on any normal basis, something like that would be like a nightmare for me, (laughs) but good for you. I mean, truly like that is brave. I know. And I'm like, I know, but no, like I get what you're saying. Cause like, yeah, that's like normally not my thing. And I have like weird social anxiety. Well, and especially right now, I mean, it's true right now socializing is just extra weird right now because it's like yeah what's right what's wrong everyone's like in their head about covid mm-hmm. but you gotta do what you gotta do I know and I was just like really determined to be like I'm not gonna let this be like another Seattle where it's like I have no friends and like New Orleans is like one of the friendliest cities and so I'm like I'm gonna make fucking friends yeah that's good yeah 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 so yay and so on Saturday I hope to meet more people and just yay and have like a group and someone to talk to or drink with or porch sit with I don't know I'm like very happy like what else are friends for besides eating and drinking together (laughs) I don't know none of my friendships go beyond that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that's my week oh and I ordered a couch so oh hell yeah what a week. What a week for Morgan. Love I know. Uh, it's a green velvet, like an emerald green velvet couch. And it's Ugh. a futon so that when guests come, they can sleep on it. Stop. I'm jelly. I want a velvet couch, a jewel tone velvet couch so badly. <laughs> oh, my God, girl. I got this one pretty cheap on Wayfair. So Ugh, good to know. I was um, um bleh, just lost my train of thought. Sorry. But when... Sadly, my roommate Sarah moved out. Um, our couch is hers. Oh, so, no. I, so I was like, oh, is she going to take the couch? Like, I'm sad because buying a new couch is kind of a pain in the ass. But then I was secretly like, oh, she wants to take her couch. That's okay. Because I'll just have an excuse to buy my jewel tone velvet couch that I've always wanted. <laughs> Lo and behold, she was very generous and left the couch. So oh, I'll no. have, have to wait. <laughs> man I've just been like buying velvet furniture left and right like I bought a velvet um satay and then I brought 
bought two velvet chairs and then I bought this velvet couch. <laughs> I'm just like on a velvet furniture buying haul. Your home's going to be so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my lair. <laughs> Let me seduce you. Dude, because I was like about to make a joke about like how that's like very vampire-y. But then mm-hmm. it's like, I like, think about my neighbors who I, I'm pretty sure are vampires. I've like, <gasps> uploaded the picture on my Instagram story. Their entire house is like immaculately decorated, like vampire-y. Really? And then, yeah. And then all the lights in their house are red. Are all red well, bulbs. <laughs> I mean, I do hear that uh, New, uh, New Orleans is very vampire-y. I mean, Nicolas Cage lived here, so. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but anywho, Spooktober. Um, so yeah, that's all that's been going on in my life. I've made adult friends and I bought a couch being very adult lately. Oh, another highlight of me being a, a total functioning adult like yourself is I was really hungover on Saturday and you, you said Spooktober and it reminded me and I watched like... <gasps> non-stop spooky movies and that's why I texted you I watched Hocus Pocus finally watched Practical Magic I sprung for the four dollars and rented it and what else did I oh I finally finished um that show The Haunting of Hill House which I know is like two years old at this point but I finally finished it I watched like four episodes in a row which I wouldn't recommend because it gave me a lot of anxiety. And and yeah, I just had a little spooky night. Spooky day of being hungover and gross. Okay, well, let's hear your review of Practical Magic. Oh, I mean, it was totally cute. Oh my God, I love it so much. And like at the end when they, like the whole town, or at the end, let me start reverse. At the end when all the women do the phone tree and they come. And then at the end, when the town, like, gathers at their house for Halloween. No, yeah, it was truly so cute. Oh, God. I love that movie. Well, I'm very happy. Everyone Venmo Megan $4. <laughs> because yeah. she Do you think I could write that? Film. Do you think I could write that expense off on my taxes? Because it was just really <laughs> It was work-related. <laughs> Dude. I love Tragical Magic. I feel like I watched spooky stuff this weekend, too, but I'm not remembering. Oh, I watched um, The House at the End of the Street, starring Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And then I also watched The Invitation on Netflix, because everyone kept talking about it. Oh, um, I've seen that. It's pretty... Is it? Wait, I'm trying to think of which one that is. But I think it's like the, it. the dinner party with the ex and her new boo. Yeah, yeah, and all their old friends. Yeah, it was fine. (laughs) Yeah, that's so funny. I watched it for that same reason because like everyone was talking about it, and it was on like all those lists of like the best scary movies to watch in the month of October that are on Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's what I meant by everyone, not real people that exist in my life. Okay, good. Same because same. Um, But yeah, and I watched it, and I was just like, oh. Okay, I feel like anytime I've watched a movie from like one of those super hyped up like listicles, it's kind of just like average. Yeah, I I'm agree. Think of other examples, but I want to watch the movie You're Next because I keep hearing really good things about it. 
Um, I have to rent it on Amazon. So if everyone could spend with me $3, (laughs) that would be great. (laughs) Um, Please don't Venmo me $3. (laughs) I can buy the $3 film. Um, But it's like about a family getting together. And then like these people in like animal masks start like terrorizing them at their house in the, in the country. But everyone, and by everyone, I mean people online who don't know I'm reading their comments, say that it's, like, super good. Oh, well, that sounds awful, but, like, in a good way. Um, yeah. Yeah, my problem is, though, is that my sister and roommate does not like the spooky movies. <laughs> oh, Lauren. Like, Come Sarah on. and I used to have straight-up spooky nights where we would just try to scare the living crap out of ourselves. And Lauren is a... um. Uh, not not one to be the spookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys can watch Hoobie Halloween or whatever the new Adam Sandler movie is on Netflix. And oh my god, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw that, I got so excited because I was like, yes, I can't wait to watch this. Judge me. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but I'll definitely report back probably like by next week. Let's be real. I mean, let's be real. I'm gonna watch it. So, yeah, I mean, like, what's not to like? I love Adam Sandler, and I love a good, like, campy, funny Halloween movie. Yeah. Like, I love a good bad film. Yeah, exactly. Like, have I watched Grown Ups and, like, enjoyed myself? Yeah. (laughs) Would I say it's a good movie? Absolutely not. (laughs) Did I love the, like, love is a strong word, but did I enjoy the like murder mystery Netflix movie that okay, wait, Adam wait, wait, Sandler wait. was in with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But that's different because that was actually a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. And I love Jennifer Aniston too. So like, I'm obviously going to love that movie. Speaking of Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, just go with it. It's actually like one of my favorite rom-coms. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. It actually is. <laughs> I've never seen that one with him and Drew Barrymore though. Uh, the new one. Yeah. No. Oh my God. What if I was talking about um, Fifty First States? I'm like, I've never seen that one. No, the other one. <laughs> no, I know. I know it's what you mean. The like wait, blended. Called blended. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen that because that looks very bad. Yeah. Yeah. There's a different. <laughs> um, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston movies really do it for me, but. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore movies are very easily crossing the line to like stupid bad. Yeah, Adam I'm Sandler aware, for a bit a controversial statement. <laughs> for a bit, he was doing terrible, terrible, terrible movies. Like he was doing Blended. Then he also did um, Don't Mess with the Zohan and, and Jack and also, Jill. I was gonna say Jack and Jill. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Grown Ups isn't great. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, hence the skepticism. Yeah. But Murder Mystery on Netflix is actually really good. So, highly recommend. Wow, like, do I want to have an Adam Sandler movie marathon this weekend? Possibly. (laughs) Honestly, God, he's the best. He just seems so, like, such a warm soul. Yeah, I actually saw this TikTok earlier this week where it was someone just, like, running down the street like huffing and puffing but then they catch up to someone in a car and it's fucking Adam Sandler with his head out the window just like 
hey, thanks for like just being the nicest man ever. And I was like, oh. oh my god, I saw a TikTok of this girl being like, like celebrities I served while working as a barista, whatever. And she said Adam Sandler, and she said that he would come in like every weekend and like know her name and be like super polite. Then she got a different job working as a baker at a bakery because that was like her goal. Mm-hmm. And he ended up going there to recognizing her from Starbucks, like remembering her name and then like congratulating her on her new job. Oh my God. And by the way, I fucking love TikToks like that where it's like celebrities I've like served or like spilling tea on celebs. Okay, so I hate that one because I the one that we were like talking about over the weekend the one that i sent you because i watched their whole entire feed while yeah, because i was hungover actually <laughs> i've i've watched their entire feed before too um and i hate that one because i hate just like not knowing because like the first one that ever got recommended to me was like this famous comedian's wife is like a bitch and she like hates fat people or whatever <laughs> and it's like jerry seinfeld's wife for sure yeah but I just like hate not knowing because I'm just like just tell me who it is please it could be so many people which I get why they can't and I will say that after literally scrolling through their whole feed there are probably only like two or three that I'm unsure of the rest I've read enough comments that people seem to like that I feel like I can be like 90% sure on who it's about yeah got it i just think the mystery kills me yeah that's very true anywho (laughs) this is just a podcast where me and megan literally talk at each other we cannot shut up and we already started later than expected today so (laughs) i have about like 20 more minutes of average energy before i start to crash (laughs) okay well i don't actually have a lot so let me just get through my because i just have like little updates okay um, I have an update on Britney Spears's um conservatorship. That word that I literally can't ever say. <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm pronouncing it right, but still. Think, no, that was right. Okay. So she's still going at it with her dad, but there has been a like small victory for her today because her dad wasn't allowing her to get more legal counsel because he said like it would be like using too much money and let me remind you guys that this is her money (laughs) that he controls so that she couldn't hire more legal counsel because she can't use her money and it's not like she's gonna run out of money (laughs) yeah and so um she won in court today that she can hire more legal counsel so she's got a whole new legal team to fight him on this um, nice. She didn't actually go to court, but her mom went in her place. So it's like her mom and her dad like fighting against each other for her like sanity and money and everything, which seems huh. so sad. And she seems like she's truly in the even spiraled even more based on her most recent Instagram videos that she's posted like the past 24 hours about her summer. Oh my God, I know. So <laughs> God willing, she gets free of her dad and like off whatever medications I have her on that's like turning her into just like a zombie right it's like so weird watching old videos of her because it's like doesn't even seem like the same person I know it's really bizarre and it makes me it does actually make me like really sad I've kind of stopped watching them because like I can't 
Like you don't laugh. You can't laugh at them. They're just no. genuinely like because they're not funny. It's just genuinely like uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Well, like, because I was, like, watching this, like, old video from her from, like, the early 2000s. She's, like, on a music video set. And it's, like, that doesn't even seem or look like the same person. Like, if you told me those were two different people, I would believe you. Right. That's, like, kind of the same thing with, like, Amanda Bynes. Like, whenever I watch an old Amanda Bynes movie, I'm, like, what the hell? Like, this person doesn't even seem real. Right. And that's what's sad about it. Uh. Yeah. So I hope that with this new legal counsel, she'll be able to be free of her dad. Um, So that's an update on that. And then I need to talk about, I cannot even believe I care about this person at all. But wow, I've done such a deep dive today. I need to talk about Demi Lovato and her ex-fiance because he is a fucking psycho. Okay, good. Fill me in more because I feel like all I know is that like headline that I sent you earlier this yeah. week from page six that's just like okay he's moping around <laughs> someone's okay, gonna get so, him <laughs> so let me start at the beginning when he um we talked about before how like he had posted that he didn't know that they were broken up and that he found out from a tabloid and he like posted this whole Instagram note um and he was pretty much just like I was on the set of my new film, Southern Gossipal, all caps. Uh, oh, yeah, Southern. <laughs> so, Southern Barn. When the cast and crew saw me open, like, he just completely, like, made it a PR set, which was yeah. really weird. And then he, like, posted all these messages and, like, deleted them that were, like, I'm still here for you. Please talk to me. And then he, like, accused her of sending people to break into his house. And he was, like, posting messages on Instagram that were, like, Tell your tell your people to leave me alone. Don't send people to break into my house. Like you like, need bro, help. This is Demi Lovato. Her and her yeah. people have better things to do. Yeah. Well, and then he started to say that she used him for a publicity stunt so that she could like get more listens on a new song she's coming out. And well, it's, it's like, like literally <laughs> no one knows who you are. I was to say, don't you think <laughs> she would choose literally anyone else? That's like the classic like. Courtney Kardashian like, yeah. didn't she give an interview back in the day that's just like if Kim was gonna do this for a publicity then wouldn't she pick someone who people knew or something like that about Chris yeah. Humphreys hilarious yeah. they were like on I think it was Dave, David Letterman and yeah she, they were like Chris Humphreys had been saying that she Kim Kardashian had married him for a publicity set and Courtney was like if she was doing this for a publicity stunt don't you think she would choose someone that people know <laughs> Which is hilarious. But also, yeah. maybe not that true, because it's, like, if you're doing a publicity stunt, like, you kind of essentially need to, like, take advantage of the other person. You know what I mean? I do to like, an you, extent, but, like, this can't is, like, pick so someone random. That's, <laughs> you can't pick someone that's, like, too smart for it. Yeah. Or you can't have, like, a... <laughs> Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello situation where like they're both equally as hated so like no one cares you know what I mean <laughs> like you do need you do need to pick accordingly pick someone who's gonna make you look like you came out on top and all of it maybe I don't know I definitely don't believe it in this situation 
because um, I don't think that Demi Lovato literally needs oh publicity. same <laughs> same I definitely don't believe it in this situation either because like I get what you're saying but I feel like you'd have to be like such a middle tier celebrity and it's like if Kim and Demi are both like top tier like they can't really get much bigger <laughs> yeah so it's like Max his name is Max by the way it's like Max yeah you don't try bless your soul um, and then he's like recently followed Selena Gomez on Instagram and he keeps going on live and playing Selena Gomez songs, which obviously like everyone knows that like Selena and Demi like used to be best friends and then they like hated each other. And now I think they're like fine with each other, but yeah, he like keeps playing Selena Gomez songs like on his live and like singing to them like a few days ago he was like blasting lose you to love me oh my <laughs> god like, okay and then um he went to the same beach that he proposed to Demi on over the weekend and like clearly hired like a paparazzi crew to take pictures of him sobbing uh-huh. at the spot that he it was like so staged it was like so embarrassing it's like him by himself sitting on the beach crying and then like standing in the water like looking into the distance it literally looked like an episode of laguna beach (laughs) yeah (laughs) let the rain yeah yes for sure yeah like it was clearly like he called the paparazzi on himself and was like i'm gonna be at the beach crying (laughs) um and he's a soap opera actor he knows how to he knows how to bring it he knows how to put on a show and then um he like posted a video of himself uh i think it was like last friday on instagram crying and let me read you the transcript he said it's not even literally about me there are like there's like a crew with like kids children stop using me as a pawn in a pr set stop stop bringing to my airbnb Stop harassing me. Stop harassing my mom, my family, the people around me to scare us. Just, like, make art. I'll support you. You're great. You're awesome. Literally, just, like, leave me alone and stop using your millions of dollars to write false fake news about me. I have to go to work tomorrow and work for my money. I'm a person, a living, breathing person with feelings, with blood in my arms. (laughs) Like, aren't you tired? Aren't you? All I've done is love you with my whole heart. And you're, if you want to villainize me, say whatever you want at this point. It's just the craziest thing. This is the most bizarre experience that I hope no one ever has to experience ever because no person deserves to feel this way. Pete Davidson didn't deserve to feel this way. You think he wrote that text to Mac Miller? What? Open your eyes. It's a calculated PR stunt. Literally no one knows what he's talking about, by the way. But my team is going to hate me for saying any of this, but I'm not controlled by the media. By the press, by my people. I'm just, I'm here just to share my truth, and I think people deserve that. It's 2020. We've been through enough stuff to not let the media manipulate how we feel and how we think. So I'm just going to be real. I'm not going to let, I'll deal with the repercussions later, but at this point, social media is a tool for artists like myself to be able to, like, express their truth. The media is manipulated, and that's why Instagram and these platforms are so amazing because I get to come on here at literally 2.45 in the morning um, when I'm trying to go to bed and do my job, but I can't because I have people calling me in the middle of the night trying to scare me. It's the weirdest thing ever, guys. 
let your talent speak for itself. Make your art and like, don't use people as clickbait. I'm not clickbait. I'm a person, just like you're a person. I was in love. The whole world freaking knows it. And I thought I found the real deal. Now I found out I was used. But now I hope this song is number one because if that's what someone wants in the material world, here you go. Have it. I hope this makes you happy. Enjoy. You just lost someone who loved you fully and completely, infinitely, for everything. Anyways, I'm going to go try to get some sleep. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) (sighs) Who asks for this? And he's like, stop writing things about me. And like, she's literally not posted anything about him once. And like, she's just like doing her thing. And he's just like hiring paparazzi to go to the beach and film him crying. Film Laguna Beach. Yeah. And then apparently he told, he, or I shouldn't say that. Apparently he has a song coming out this Friday about the whole thing. That's just somehow TMZ knows about because TMZ reported on it. Oh, and then he shared, like, a paparazzi picture of him and this girl who was, like, used to be on American Idol. Who? Um, Not that I know. Name is, like, I, can't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Y'all know how I am with names. Sonica, yeah. Sonica, I don't know. I don't watch American Idol. Um, but, yeah, they're, like, he... They're like canoodling, and he like posted the paparazzi photo, <laughs> like trying oh to show he's like God. with another girl, like another singer. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> so apparently, she's getting like the legal team together to like protect herself and like against all this madness. Which I'm glad because he seems to be like really off the fucking rails. Oh yeah. So you know, I hope he. I hope. I'd like to see maybe like a few, like another week of this, and then I'm, and then I'd never like to see him again. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it for now, but let's let's retire it very soon. I'm just like you are seem like very unstable mentally. <laughs> yeah, like, like I please get help. Yeah, like I wish him well ish, but let's um. Yeah, let's let's keep an eye on it. But hopefully after a week, he's going to, to your point, get some help. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm sending Demi Lovato some positive thoughts because I'm sure she's like, what the fuck? Um, and I'm sure that's pretty scary to be going through, especially when right. you're like a public figure. So. Right. But apparently she has a new song out today that's anti-Trump. So everyone go listen to that. Oh, I haven't listened yet. I haven't either. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I don't like her music. Um, Uh, Don't come for me. I think she's like a beautiful person with like a beautiful soul. And like I wish her the very best. But her stuff is just like not my jam. Uh, I actually, I do like most of her songs. Yeah, I mean. Don't don't blame me if you don't, but I do. I think I do like most of her big songs. Like I don't actively seek out her like lesser known music. Yeah, but I definitely keep up with the hits. The hits. I'm I'm hip. <laughs> <laughs> You're a, a Le, what are her fans called? Le, Lovatos or whatever. <laughs> God, I don't even know. Which way did you listen? Did you listen to the a recent episode of 
Las Culturistas where they were talking about fan names, like fan base names and how tacky it is. Yeah, I did with Peppermint, right? Right. Yes. I was like, okay, I feel like I've heard a lot of conversation about this lately, but it was definitely from them. Levotics? Levotics? Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds like a colonic to me. <laughs> Speaking of colonics and Scream Queens, Ariana Grande, which if you haven't seen Scream Queens, you're like, what the fuck? Ariana Grande um, just fucking <laughs> ruined our lives today. By not giving us enough information or enough time to prep, she posted on all of her social media channels that she has a new album coming out sometime this month. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. excuse me? I'm reeling. Does this girl sleep? No, I guess not. I mean, like, it has been two years since she put out two back-to-back albums out, but... Oh my god, it's been two years. I still listen to those albums like they came out yesterday. Same. I listen to them at least weekly. Yeah. They're so good. Um, God. So, yeah, she's coming out with another album. She has, says it's coming out this month. And, like, the last time that she did this... She was like, sometime this month. And then it was like two days later. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping it's sooner than later. But wow, I'm fucking jazzed. Because okay, well, there's not much left of this month. What if it comes out on my birthday? Oh my god. Which I is, would freak. Which is Monday. I would freak. Oh um, wait. Me too. That would be like... Like, I'm already talking shit about this birthday because who needs a birthday in the year 2020? But if that happened, I would not. I hold my calls, cancel my meetings. (laughs) I would not be okay. Um, Oh, I guess Thank You Next came out in 2019, but I think it came out like in the very beginning of 2019 because Sweetener came out in 2018, so it had to come out like at the very end because it was like back to back. Yeah, I think you're right because I remember Sweetener came out like in October. Oh my God, so she likes October. (laughs) And yeah, you're right. I think Thank You Next was January. Because she had broken up with Pete like the first week of October. Or some shit. Uh, wow. Time flies when you're listening to, so, <laughs> to thank you next. <laughs> Every day. I pull volume. Um, my, when I lived in Seattle, my old neighbors, I'm sure, fucking hated me because the walls were thin, bitch. And I had a huge gap under my door. And I would literally, like, when <laughs> thank you next came out, that was, like, when that huge blizzard hit Seattle. And so no one, like, could leave. And I was, like, blasting that shit for days on end. (laughs) Good times. Um, So, yeah. Look for that whenever it drops. Who the fuck knows? I'm very stressed, but excited. Fingers crossed for Monday. Or Friday. Or tomorrow. Shit. (laughs) I mean, yeah. But I just feel like Fridays are normally a good day to drop music. Which are you? Yeah. Which, thanks to Beyonce. Right. So, you know, is it Friday yet? <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm 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 very fucking pumped. Me too. 
Okay, and then I have one last thing, and I'm going to give it over to Megan for Bachelor Corner. Um, oh, no. I, I have not watched the new episode yet. I promise I will start watching the new episodes on time. I just oh have been very busy this week, because um, mm-hmm. then this can turn into, a, like, our semi-annual Bachelor Corner all the time, where we just talk about Bachelor episodes. Yeah, um, I mean, shit's definitely going to get crazy, but more yeah. on that in a minute. So let me just say this one thing. It's a follow-up to last week. So I have finished Emily and Perry and <laughs> Oh god, I didn't know it was gonna be about that. Now I'm gonna be now I'm gonna talk for another tour twenty more minutes about <laughs> God knows what. I will just say that after I would say episode five, um or maybe after episode four, she becomes more bearable and I hated her less. And it was actually a really fun show, and I was very sad when it was when I realized I had finished the last episode because it was like a good escape. It was fun. It was lighthearted. It was Perry. I could escape this hellhole of a country that we're currently in, mm-hmm. and her personality wasn't as terrible um, towards the end. She is a shit friend. I won't go into that, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, so don't get me wrong. She's still like fully terrible oh but, yeah but I guess like less problematic is that the right term <laughs> I'm thinking of I guess like in the first few episodes they're like really wanting to set the scene for her personality so I feel like they like really ramped it up to like 150 and That's then true. and like towards the end of the season because I think it's only like eight episodes or something um you know, her personality is, like, at a middle ground where it's, like, not so fucking in your face. That's true, because she definitely stays problematic. But yeah. It just is, it's a little bit more, like, undercover. Like, it's not like she has any fucking character development. But it's just more undercover because, like, other things happen that they focus on more. But you're so right. It's, like, in the first few episodes, they really wanted to set the tone for how awful she really is and then just let it ride for the rest of the season. <laughs> I feel like later in the episode, she gets, like, more busy and has, like, more important things to do than just be, like, an awful. ignorant American. <laughs> she, like, actually gets work. So then she's like, oh, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was actually not a bad show. I had fun watching it. I will watch season two if they make one. Oh, they're definitely making one. So, and it did end in, like, a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I would give the show a six to seven out of ten. I agree. That's exactly what I was gonna say. A six. But but you're right. I might lean closer to a seven just because, like I said, it tr- like or like you said, it truly was a nice little escape. Clearly, like I I watched it all in one sitting, so I was. I was into it. Yeah. It's fun. It's lighthearted. There's some hot guys. There's Perry. It's fun. There's some cute outfits. There's some horrendous outfits. There's some cute outfits. So there's definitely fashion, good and bad, which is which is great. Yeah. And I love the little fashion designer guy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that helped ramp it up a little bit. So yeah, if you have Netflix, if you're into like quote-unquote girly shows um i'm just using that term just because that's something that we can you know 
you can kind of get an idea of what it is, um, then would recommend. Same. Go for it. You like shows like The Bold Type, Younger. What's another one? Uh, uh. (laughs) I don't know. Then you'll like this show. Yeah, those two will really sum it up. They're very good comparisons. Yeah. So, yeah. I stand by everything I said last week, but I have grown more attached to little Emily. <laughs> good, her, I'm gl- good, I'm glad. <laughs> her berets and her croissants. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, back to Bachelor Corner. Ding, ding, ding. First Bachelor Corner of this new TV season. Um, I'm already behind what's new, but I will be watching the season. It's not like Ariel's season or Ariel, whatever her fucking name is. Ari's. <laughs> Ariel. <laughs> what am I talking about? Ari. <laughs> See, I wouldn't know because I didn't watch. Anyways, um, take it away, Meg. So this highly anticipated season made its debut last night on Tuesdays now instead of Wednesdays. So I don't know what you're going to have to be doing on Wednesdays. Morgan to be able to talk about it when we record but oh shit whenever you have to like, watch this shit on my lunch break but I don't have a three hour fucking lunch break because it's gonna be, never end it's gonna be a busy day for you um so yeah Claire at this point Claire is the bachelorette and they are kicking off the season under the assumption that she will be the bachelorette for the entire season however most people who are familiar with the show know that that doesn't happen and at some point she refuses to continue filming because she's so in love with this guy that she was like talking through throughout talking to throughout quarantine and finally met in person and was like holy shit that's my husband I don't want to do the rest of this and then they swap her out we have our pal Tasia come in that's what that's what we as an audience know, but they're kind of like playing it cool. But anyway, it was I mean, it was kind of crazy watching the show. It's it's it is almost annoying because it's like we know what's all gonna happen here. Like I can't take any other conversations with any other guys that she has seriously just because we know that she's so in love with this one guy. But it is kind of crazy the reaction she had when he came out of the limo. First of all, he's fucking beautiful. Have you seen him? No, what's his name? I will send you a picture of him. His name's Dale. Which is not a very... I mean, Dale. No, I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. And his voice doesn't match his face. That's what I couldn't get past. Oh, I'm looking at pictures of him now. Oh, he is cute. Wow. How tall is he? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's pretty tall. And I mean, Claire's super gorge. But it's crazy. He came out of the limo. They had their little intro. Obviously, they, like, knew each other, but they tried to, like, play that off. Um, And then, like, when he walked into the mansion, she, like, looks at the camera and was like, oh, my God, I just met my husband. Like, it's so crazy, like, the reaction she had. Yeah. And, yeah, it's totally... Shit, he's hot. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. I mean, it it was a decent first episode. It was, like, a lot of filler stuff. They had to, like film the guys quarantining in the resort for two weeks and then like all getting their COVID tests before they could actually like officially start the season. So it was just a lot of stuff like that. 
I'm excited for the actual season to start happening in the next episode. Like, you know, when they start going on dates and um, all that. But it really will be interesting to see how all this stuff plays out. Like, where I'm unclear is, like, do they just, does she just leave with this Dale guy? And then they just bring in a new bachelorette for all these other guys. Like they just swap them out. Like, do any of the guys leave? Like, how are they going to do this? Sorry. I'm staring at his smile. He has great teeth, but yeah, I just, he's literally so beautiful. Um, he kind of, (laughs) I'm like just scrolling. He kind of reminds me of someone, but I can't put my finger on it. Um, okay. I was thinking the same thing, but... So but I feel like it's, like, someone I know in real life. No, oh, well, tell me who. <laughs> I know, like, damn, who? Um, yeah, he's hot, and he seems very tall. I don't know if that's just the way these pictures are. No, I think he is very tall. Wow. I know. It's a lot to handle. Oh my god. (laughs) Who looks like this? I yeah, who gave him permission? So you know, good for Claire. Oh, this one is so cute. Let me send. Um but yeah, I was wondering the same thing because we had talked about before, like, is Tasia okay with just like these guys? Like, are they her thing? But I never thought about it the, the other way. Like, are the guys okay with Tasia? Like, <laughs> yeah, it goes both ways. I feel like no matter what, they're kind of setting Tasia up for failure. Yeah. Because these guys have been like thrown for a loop and like they weren't expecting to meet her. Some have probably developed feelings for Claire already. And then they just kind of like rip the rug out from underneath them. And expect them to just form a emotional relationship with someone else, like right off the bat. I don't know. Plus, like, do they have like the same type? Like, and that's a question for both parties, like her and the guys. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, sure. how similar are her and Claire? I I don't really know because I can barely remember Claire. Um, I I know she's from one Pablo season, but like I don't, and I know she was in Bachelor in Paradise, but for some reason I cannot like remember her personality at all. So I'm like, oh. I don't know how similar her and Tasia are, but I'm just like, that's so weird that they like I mean, don't get their own set of guys. To be honest, I can actually see their <laughs> their personalities being kind of similar. They're both like painfully bubbly and positive. <laughs> um. <laughs> But other than that, it's like, I feel like they have to be, like, I think there's a 10-year age difference between them, which oh yeah, just goes to show that there's, like, like, you're just totally at two different stages in your life. I don't know. I don't Interesting. Know. And even if their personalities are similar, what's to say about their, like... Taste like in men? Yeah, their taste in men are, like, their what they want in life, like their family dynamics, you know, the, a lot of yeah. that stuff might not be the same. And that's the type of stuff that you learn about someone when you start a relationship with them. I don't know. It's, I don't I know. I started reading this article today. I think it was on Buzzfeed that was like, when will this bachelor start, stop treating us like we're stupid or something like that. And it was like, why are they acting like it's not going to end how it does? Like we, everyone in the world, like already knows that Claire leaves. So, like, why are they playing it off like she doesn't? 
And it was a long article, and I was like, okay, like, I haven't watched the episode, so I'm not going to finish reading this. But, yeah, I think it's all going to happen pretty soon. Like, I would be shocked if we get more than three weeks of Claire, including this week. So, my guess is that we might have, like, two more weeks left before shit really goes down. Because they said that she only filmed for 12 days, I think. Oh, shit. So, it's like that, like, how many dates happen in even 12 days that's so rando interesting yeah Yeah. so well I'll look forward to seeing what goes down um was there anybody else that caught your eye well that's what kind of sucks too because like the thing that's like the most fun is like watching the first episode and like choosing your top five guys you know right right it's like I feel like I can't even give any of these guys another chance because I'm like, are they gonna like will they even be here? Like are yeah. they gonna stay? Hmm. Yeah, there is another guy. His name is Blake. He has a pretty big moment with Claire. And he seems really sweet. So but other than that, there's like a little bit of stupid drama. But yeah, yeah, I mean there are some decent guys, like I said, but it's it's hard to just know what's going to happen, so. Yeah, because it's, like, because you kind of, like, the first night you, like, watch the episode, and you don't pick guys that you, like, like. You just pick guys that you're, like, oh, I think these will be, like, the top five. Like, mm-hmm. everyone does that, and you, like, mm-hmm. I always, like, write it in my little notes on my iPhone. I, like, go back to it throughout the season. But, like, yeah, with that, I'd be, like, what's the point? Because, like, I already know he's they like are together <laughs> she like left the show for him mm-hmm. i'm like then by the time that like tasia comes on i'm like not even gonna remember like these guys like their first impressions yeah so it's definitely a different viewing experience but i'm i'm into it so far mainly just out of like being so intrigued and it's like all at a hotel right like a little resort thing yeah which um Fun fact, I actually spent some time in the La Quinta area where they filmed this summer um, because a friend's family has a house out there. And it was literally, so I I was there like while they were filming. It was literally 120 degrees. Oh, fuck that. So that's all I was, that's another thing I was thinking about this whole episode was just like they have to run around, these guys have to run around in like suits. Where it's probably like 105 in the evenings, like in the dark. Dude, fuck that. And that's all and like, I could think about. <laughs> and like, imagine just like being in a hotel and like, I would go crazy. Yeah. Because it's not like they're in, well, I don't know. Yeah. Because it's not like they're in a mansion. So. Like, yeah. you're just, like, in your one little room. Can they even, like, talk to each other? Like, are they sharing rooms? No, not that I saw. Which oh, my that, God. I feel like that's one of my favorite parts of watching The Bachelorette season specifically. It's just, like, watching, like, all the, the bromance. The bro friendships happen, you know? Yeah. Just, like, watching them, like, lift weights together. Like, just do dude things. Well, then I love always watching after the season ends and, like, they're going on guys' trips together, like, all the losers. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like that that happens on like every season. It happens with like the girls too, but I don't know why. For some reason, I just find it funnier with guys because it's more of like a foreign concept to me of just like straight male friendships. <laughs> yeah, well, that's so cute. And, like... Yeah, yeah. But did like are they even gonna get anything like that this season? And like, I wonder if they're like since they're in hotel rooms, like, are they allowed to have TV then? Oh my god, I hope so. Otherwise, could you imagine how crazy they go? Or maybe you can have like streaming service. Maybe. Oh, that's a good. And not idea. not like real TV. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine like because like in the mansion, like you're in the mansion. You can go swimming. You can like hang out in the kitchen with all these other people. And then you also like go on day trips. Like you go to like an improv studio. Oh, you know what I mean? Like stupid shit. And then you also go like out of the country and like out of the state. And like this, it's like you're literally at this fucking hotel. Yeah. Yeah, in your fucking hotel room. I I feel like a majority of the, um, like, one of the benefits of even being a cast member is, like, getting the experiences that come with it. Like, the traveling, the, the, like, like, over-the-top date. But now it's just, like, okay, every date's gonna have to be, like, produced in a hotel, so. And, like, you're not gonna get, like, day drunk and, like, start drama or anything because you're just, like, in your hotel room. (laughs) Yeah, wow, good point. The more we talk about this, the more I'm like, what the fuck is going to happen? No wonder this season just went to shit, because everyone's just like, uh. <laughs> Oh my god, I feel for those guys. I feel like I'd be, like, losing my fucking mind. I feel like I'd be trying to get sent home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, and then you have other Bachelor news, correct? Yeah, this was, like, literally just happened. Um, Breaking. Yeah, like, before we got on. But a Bachelor favorite couple, um, Ashley Bear and JP Rosenbaum, have called it quits after <gasps> eight years of marriage. Yeah. And they were, like, I mean, obviously, they've been married for eight years. They've probably been together for close to ten yeah, so her season was a while ago, um, but it was one of those seasons where, I mean, I guess kind of like this one, but, like, from the very beginning, you could just see that there was such a connection between her and JP, and, like, almost the rest of the season was a waste, just because, like, you knew it was going to be him so early on, but in, like, a cute way. Yeah, and, and yeah, and they were just the cutest, and they're getting a divorce. Oh, that quarantine <laughs> relationship will it stand the test. I know, and it's sad. He was actually diagnosed recently with um, an autoimmune uh, disorder, which I'm not even gonna, I don't know, I don't remember the name of it, but it kind of like, like in some cases, it can end in like, like end up in paralysis oh my god yeah so I feel like they were in the news for that like not too long ago and And they have two kids together right yeah they have two kids and they kind of just live their little like private private life but I guess they had been having having problems for a while according to the article I read and they're amicably calling it quits that's so sad. Like, I don't, I, I watched some of the episodes of, of her season, because I feel like that was the season that was, like, on when we were, like, seniors in high school, correct? 
yes, you might be right. I'm sure you probably caught an episode or two. I feel like that was like in the height of Bachelorette. So. I feel like I've watched a few episodes at Lindsay's mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> but like I never like watched it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but like I know them a little just from like when they do like the where all the couples get together or they you know what I mean um right yeah they always bring in like the successful couples just to like talk about stuff (laughs) yeah yeah so I know them from like that so like I'm not that attached to them but like I know they've been together like I know they've been a successful couple like I know they're like one of the ones that made it so like I am a little bummed because it's like this show really does end up like well for some people and it's like so shocking and like they have go on and like have kids and like full lives so I am sad for them yeah, and I feel like, I mean, this summer they did that whole, like, um, Bachelor Greatest of All Time episode thing, and they would have a bunch of, like, old people from the show, like, call in and, like, do interviews, like, where are they now type of content, and you really do see, like, how many people have really found, like, love and like, their family through this show. Yeah. And how they all have kids now, and they're like, oh, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for The Bachelor, whether they find their significant other through the bachelor or not in some way it's all like because of it so you know it it does actually work and it worked for them so it's sad to see that it's ending after all this time but I mean eight years that's a long to be married and 10 years to be together I mean that's a long time especially like nowadays I feel like no one (laughs) right gets divorced so like it's not like oh they failed because they were like on a reality show it's just like it seems like just like life yeah, and that's almost what's even more shocking about it. It's just like, oh, they just didn't work out together in life. Hmm, sad. <laughs> Dude, if Jason and um, Caitlin ever break up... Literally, <laughs> don't even say it. I'm going to be gutted. I've been keeping up with her podcasts that she's doing among, amid, like, Dancing with the Stars. And in one of the recent episodes, she was just chatting with Jason. And Jason was like, no, I hate it here. I can't wait to go back home. I don't want to be in LA anymore. I hate our apartment. Like, he was just, like, being really honest about it. But I was like, oh, my God, Jason, don't get too unhappy and leave her. Dude, I will truly be gutted. Gutted. Like, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't. They're still so, they still seem so, like, in sync. Yeah. Although, I don't know, because, like, I always think, like, see, like, couples that are, like, so happy. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's just, like a notes apology app on their Instagram. And I'm like, what the fuck? God, I know. And in that same podcast episode of Jason saying how miserable he is, they also talked about having kids within the next five years. So I was like, whew, they're good. Oh my God. Meaning having, having each other's kids. Yeah. Kids with each other. (laughs) Not just having kids with anyone. Like the two of them having kids together. Oh my God. I know. I was like, oh, thank God. They're my favorite bachelor couple, even though they didn't, like, meet during, like, a season. They just happened to meet because they're both, like, on the show of different shows. Exactly. Um, but I still love them the most. And then fucking JoJo and What's-His-Face are still together. I know. They're another one of the ones that if they were to ever break up, I'd be like, what? Because that was, they had a similar season to, like, Ashley and JP's, where it was just like, okay, we knew it was going to be this guy the whole way, just because, like, you could tell. Yeah. So it almost wasn't fun to watch, but also, it is. (laughs) 
who else was together? Rachel and Brian. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Desi and what's his face? Oh yeah, he's they're another one that I always forget about. Yeah, uh, she lives in Seattle. But yeah, she actually picked him in the show. Like that was a straight up success. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm forgetting a, like another pretty big one. Oh, I guess I was thinking of Becca and Garrett, but they just broke up recently. Yikes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, well, maybe Claire has found her forever love. Hopefully Tasha will too. And I guess we'll just see on the most dramatic season of Bachelor history. Clearly. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all I have, Meg. Anything else? No, I've just been gabbing it up. Love Bachelor Corner. I will be caught up by next week, so then I can dis- we can discuss the episode in more detail. I feel like you guys actually really love our Bachelor episodes. Um, so look forward to that. And then in the meantime, I guess I'll just try to find a pumpkin marg. <laughs> Same. And everyone else should, too. <laughs> okay well bye again have a great night i'm going to bed good night (laughs) night bye